Well, the problem at the Aces now is Jane's 19-year-old niece, Betty, who lives with them. Jane received a letter from her sister, Betty's mother, asking if the Aces were finding Betty some young man to marry. Mr. Ace and Jane had a private conference about it last night, and Mr. Ace said he wasn't sure but that Betty secretly had somebody she was interested in. Our scene now is Mr. Ace's real estate office where Betty works as Mr. Ace's secretary. He's dictating to her now. Listen. And I am enclosing the lease for you to look over, expecting it to be returned within the... Just a second, please. Uh, for you to look over, and what comes after that? Expecting it to be returned within the week as I have another client interested. If you and your partner decide that Another you're... client interested, yes. What's the matter with you? You're writing that in longhand? I'm sorry, Uncle Ace. I just can't coordinate this morning. Well, I think if you started getting in at a decent hour every night and came home to dinner as you should... Let's go on with the dictation. I am dictating. I insist that you start coming home every evening when I do. My life out of this office is my own. Oh, well, I'm just offering some... Uh... Fatherly advice? No, friendly advice. I'd just like to know where you go three or four nights a week. Of course, it's none of my business, of but... Of course. Oh. <clears throat> well, uh, where were we? Uh... As I have another client interested. Yes, another client interested if you and your partner... Just... And another thing, Betty, your mother expects us to sort of keep an eye on you. I know she wouldn't approve of this nightlife you've gone in for... And it wouldn't be so bad if we knew what you were doing and whom you're with. Uh, I know you can't keep going out by yourself all the time. All this sounds as if you've gotten another one of Mother's long letters. Well, suppose we did. I mean, after all... Don't the... worry, Uncle Ace. I'm quite able to take care of myself. Yes, but... If you and your partner decide... What? If you and your partner decide... Go on, please. Oh, yes. If you and your partner decide that you don't want it, please advise me at once. Oh, hello, dear. Oh, Jane. Hello, Betty. Well, I've been trying to call you on the phone all morning, and the line's been busy. Who's been talking all this time? Well, the phone hasn't been busy, has it, Betty? No more than usual. Well, I can't understand it. Well, what's the matter, Jane? What did you want? Oh, well, I wanted to tell you I was coming downtown to do some shopping. I wanted to have lunch with you, dear. Oh, well, uh, well, it isn't quite lunchtime yet. But... I know. I'll wait. Well, all right. Uh, get those letters out, Betty, will you? I was just going to. How are you, Betty? Just fine. I was asleep when you got in last night, so I didn't have a chance to... Well, what's the matter with her? I just went through that with her, Jane, before you came in, and I didn't get anywhere, so you'd better not start with her. Big one? I tried to find out whom she's been seeing or going out with. You can't talk to that girl. What she needs is a good spanking. No, dear, that's not the way. You don't spank children anymore. That's the way they used to do way back. You said it, way back. I didn't call up here. I just made that up about the phone being busy. What? It's a trap. I figured it out. I thought I'd say that so we could ask her who she's been talking to. You know, you said you find her talking on the phone to somebody whenever you come to the office, and then she hangs up the minute you come in. Oh, so you thought you'd trap her. Yes, but the way she walked out. Well, that isn't going to work. Oh, yes, it will. Wait till we go out to lunch. Yes. And I come back to look for my glove. Glove? And I find her using the phone. Don't you get it? So what? So I'll ask her who it is. Oh, that's awfully clever. No, I didn't sleep last night for nothing. Oh, so that's what you lay awake thinking of. Uh-huh. Mm, well, we don't have to try tricking her into it. All we have to do is to come right out and make her tell us who this fellow is and to behave herself. No, you know how she is. She flies off the coop the minute you start asking her something. And if she ever finds out that we got that letter from her mother asking us to find somebody to marry her... 
she won't get married just for spite. You know how obsolete she is. Yeah, I guess you're right. All girls are like that. When they know you're trying to marry them to somebody, nine times ten they get mad and won't marry anybody if he was the last man on earth. But how about this guy she's seeing? What guy? I don't know. There must be somebody. And why can't she come out and tell us she's interested in somebody? Well, that's what I'm going to find out. Now, you leave it to me, dear. I know how to handle it. Personally, I'm glad she's going with somebody. She should have fun, go to dances and things. I don't want her to be a wallpaper all her life. Oh, uh, well, well, but she doesn't have to do it behind our backs unless she's ashamed of the fella. That's just what I'm going to tell her. But you can't come right out and say it. You have to sort of lead up to it. And that's what I'm going to do. Come on, let's go to lunch. Well, it isn't quite 12 yet. Oh, what difference does it make? It'll give us a chance to go out and give her a chance to use the phone. Oh. And you can wait for me in the lobby downstairs while I come back looking for my glove and find her using the phone. That's the way I can lead up to it. Oh, all right. Come on. Hey, a boy. Now, don't act like we're thinking of anything. You know, just happy go laughing. Yes, yes, Jane. Come on, let's Well, uh... dear, I wonder where we'll eat. I'm just ravishing. Where do you usually eat downtown? Well, there are several places we can go, Jane. All right. Oh, uh, Betty. Yes? I'm uh, I'm going out to lunch. I'm going with him. Uh, yes. I'll be back about 1 o'clock. Or maybe later, so you can just take your time, Betty. What? I mean, just don't hurry on our uh, account. Yeah, you, you can go to lunch when I come back. Naturally. Yes. Well, uh, <clears throat> come on, Jane. Well, goodbye, Betty. Goodbye. I wonder how I got everything. Did I leave anything, dear? No. Good morning, David. Well, yes, it, it is rather late for morning, but my morning doesn't begin till I've spoken to you. Now, there, isn't that a pretty speech or not? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, you'd be lost without your piano, wouldn't you? Your escape from what? My, you are in the mood today. I'll bet those minor keys got it going over this morning. Well, how about dinner tonight? Aren't you going to ask me? Oh, but not a bad habit, is it? For what? Oh, David, you sound so... so cynical this morning. Oh, I forgot my glove. I'll call you back later. Uh, did you see my glove, Betty? Oh, go ahead and talk. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I was finished, Aunt Jane. But you said you'd call him back later. Tim? Uh, is he somebody I know? I don't think so, Aunt Jane. Who is it? Uh, what were you saying when you came in? Your glove? Oh, uh, yes, I must have dropped it. You're wearing two. Oh, yes, you found it. There it is on my hand. I thought I lost it. Not unless you carry a spare. Uh, yes. Um, who were you talking to? Aunt Jane, don't you suppose that's my business? Oh, I don't know. I guess I've got a right to know who you talk to unless you're ashamed of him. What makes you so sure it was a man? Why, the way you hung up when I came in. And look at your face. It's blushing. Now, Betty, you might as well tell me everything. Because after all... Because after all, I have no mother here to guide me. And you've taken it upon yourself to take her place. Yes, and... And you feel that you should tell me some of the facts of life. Yes, and... Yes, and try to move my life, perhaps. And see to it that I don't fall into evil ways. Yes, and... That... Well, the most important fact of my life is that it's my own. Just as your life is yours. 
I don't ask who you talk to over the phone, do I? But I only talk to the butcher and people like that and your uncle. I'm not interested, Aunt Jane. Well, I'm not interested in the butcher and people like that either, only your uncle. I'm happy to hear it, Aunt Jane. There, see? And I'd be happy to hear who you're talking to all the time. The butcher, the baker, the candy stick maker. It doesn't make any difference, Betty. We just want to know everybody you know. Goodness, you don't think we're mad if you know some nice fellow that you want to go with. Only you should do everything open and across the board. Why, your mother would worry if she knew you were going out with somebody that we don't know. Oh, my mother's been writing to you again, hasn't she? Your mother writing me? I can read between the lines. Daddy, you read my mail? Oh, of course not. I don't have to. Back home, she was forever throwing me at the boys. Making dates with me for the most impossible, stupid, uninteresting people. But this one isn't. No, he's not. Oh, so there is somebody. What if there is? Nothing. I'm glad. Who is it? Oh, no. I'll never tell you that, Angie. Never? You mean you won't let us meet him? I'm afraid not. Don't be afraid. Why not? Because I'm sure neither you nor my pungus uncle would approve. That's why. Well, what's the matter with him? Nothing. He's just perfect as far as I'm concerned. Well, we ought to know something about him. What is he? What does he do? Does he work? He doesn't have to. Oh, Rick, huh? Well, that sounds good. Uh, what does he do? He's a musician. A swing? Swing? There, you see? That's one of the reasons you'll never meet him. Well, I didn't say that I didn't like swing because I'm not a prude. Uh, if that's why you're afraid to introduce him to us, Oh, and Jane. Well, if you want to swing, that's all right with me. A girl's only young once in a while, and it's good for you to go out and do things uh, that all the young people are doing. It keeps you young and healthy. I always say a big apple a day keeps the doctor away. Please, and Jane. Our minds are miles apart. Well, move over, Betty. I'm surprised at you for thinking we wouldn't like him just because he's that kind of a musician. He isn't that kind. He isn't any kind. Music is in his life. He only teaches it to a select few. He won't even take money. He only has a few studying boys. Studying voice? Has he been studying yours? No. Well, I have, and I can tell by the tone of your voice that you're in love with him. Now, you might just as well fess up and tell us who he is. Never. Well, then you're ashamed of, uh, Al. Al? I'll just keep guessing till I guess his name. Oh, Aunt Jane, can't you ever stop meddling? This is not meddling. I have to take care of you, and I'm going to. And if you won't bring, um, Van to the house, I'll find out who he is and go see him myself. Is it Van? No, and you're wasting your time. I haven't anything to do. I'll guess his name if I have to go through the whole alphabet, from A to there. You started out to lunch with Uncle A. He can wait. This is more important. The idea. I never heard of such a thing. If a girl is afraid to introduce some thought to her own aunt and uncle, then I don't know. I'll bet uh, Claude would say the same thing. Claude. Don't worry, I'll guess it. Your mother expects us to find some nice young man for you, but if you're going to... So it was my mother's idea. She's so afraid I'll be an old maid. Well, who isn't? A girl nowadays has to get a fellow by hook or eye. And if this fellow now, uh, A, B, C, Al, Ben, Claude, D, who starts with D? Try David. I'll guess my own names, if you please. If, uh, Douglas is the right kind of a fellow, you'd bring him to the house? Well, Jane was close there for a minute. But just what sort of a chap David is and why Betty hesitates to bring him around, we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.